Hey guys, welcome back to Talking Fit today. Let's talk training, all right? We're gonna talk about training here a little bit. Uh, we put up a couple Q and A's out on our social media and received a bunch of questions from our clients and our audience, so we're going to answer those today. We're gonna to delve deep onto all topics related back to training. We got some real good questions here for you guys today, all right? So we're gonna delve deep. So lock in, strap in, and let's get ready to roll, all right? So let's, uh, actually, I was thinking we could start off with just like what's it's Friday, we're recording this. Like, what's your week? What's your week? What's your week been like, like uh, training wise? Thank you for asking. I that. mean, I think maybe people will be interested. I love in this guy. <laughs> just ask me how my week goes. So, um, how was my week this week, man? Busy, um, definitely busy. I think training went really well this week compared, compared to like last week and the and the uh, first first couple of weeks, just in terms of intensity, um, finding a, a better schedule and. Not finding a better schedule, but finding enough energy to put the intensity into my workouts. Yeah, say. yeah. Um, just full transparency uh, here, guys. I just started my own business uh, right around a month ago now. So if any of you are entrepreneurs out there, you know, the first few weeks, first few months, uh, just trying to find your systems, uh, you know, trying to lock down everything in place uh, can be a little hectic, a little crazy, but um, that's like anything in life. So no excuses. Got it done. Um, got my four days of training in. Uh, got my two days of yoga uh, and hit mobility every day and got in my SMR. So honestly, my body feels great. Awesome. Um, the uh, nutrition has been pretty good uh, overall. Uh, definitely a little bit of a caloric deficit now. Summertime still just enjoying it. Um, but keeping my protein levels up. I'm about 250, 300 grams a day. So nice. Sticking, sticking yeah, I'm, right, I'm, right, up, I'm right up there like at like 220, 225 yeah. grams a day for protein. My training week has been was rough this week, so. Uh, well, you're in a pretty deep deficit right now, too. Actually, right now. I'm not as much of a deficit, just because, like, uh, honestly, like I think I was I was in too deep of a deficit, and I, I was just you. yeah. And this is something we'll we'll kind of touch on today, but like I think I was just I was losing too much weight too fast, so which means I was probably losing muscle. So I, I bumped the calories up, but from a training perspective, this week was interesting because I'm I'm on a four day split and I'm on week nine of an 11 week program. And then it's, it's broken down into not that, maybe people do care about this stuff, but it's basically, it's a, it's a program from Joe DeFranco, which are some of the listeners out there may, might know who Joe DeFranco is. He's a very famous trainer, very famous coach. He actually trains a lot of professional athletes. He currently trains uh, Triple H from the WWE. So like he's, he knows his shit. Um, I'm following one of his programs, it's week nine. It's broken up to three week blocks. So this is the last week of the third block, which is probably one of the most intense ones. But anyway, Coming into the last week, it's a four-day split, but Monday was Memorial Day, so my wife was really set on, she wanted to do the Murph workout. Have you ever done that one? Yeah, yeah. So for those, yep, those yep. who don't know, Murph is a CrossFit workout, and it is a one-mile run, followed by 300 bodyweight uh, air squats, 200 push-ups, mm-hmm. and then 100 pull-ups, and then another one-mile run. So I hadn't done a workout like that in a long time, so that was going to be like right smack on Monday. So I did my, my head, uh, probably not the smartest decision, but I did my, my day one of the Joe DeFranco program on Sunday, which was like a heavy upper body day. So then I went right into Monday doing those 200 pushups and, and the 300 squats. So went, Tuesday I was destroyed and I just been kind of like, I finished out the week today, but uh, it's for training. It's, it's been a rough week, yeah. definitely tight, definitely sore. Um, but I think that can maybe tra- tra- the reason why I asked you, because I think that could transition like right into, uh, the first question we had, or one of the first questions we had, which was, um, basically about training volume. Mm-hmm. How often ideally should you be working out when it comes to 
days per week um, and you know how long the workouts are and all of that stuff. So I thought it was interesting to hear what we have to say because um, I think most people would expect, oh, they're, they're trainers. They probably work out every, every single day. day. Yep. <laughs> they're probably doing like these crazy workouts every single day. Um, but if you, you heard both of us talk, we're both on a four-day split, um, which means there's three days of no weightlifting, with the exception of this week with the, the goddamn Murph workout. But uh, <laughs> You can make exceptions. Yeah, yeah. I would say the majority of my training uh, life, as far as like, you know, my consistency with working out, I'm usually someone who's like a five-day-a-week uh, person, but recently switching to the four-day-a-week, I've noticed really great results switching to four days mm-hmm. over five days. Um, so anyway, that's why I brought it up to just hear what we had to say on the topic. Um, but how, what would when you had, if you would have had someone at, off the street, you know, a beginner level, uh, you know, no workout experience, and they ask you how often should I be working out? Um, I, what would your initial response be? Like, you know, I, I, I can tell you what mine is to see if they match up. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think if someone asked me that, honestly, my first response would just be like, well, what are your goals? Oh, dude, I'm so glad you said that. See, like, <laughs> we don't plan this out. And I asked him that. And I was like, oh, shit. What if he says something that that's literally that like what I, that's, uh, I was like, literally like, that's what I would say. If someone asked yeah. me that, it's like, well, it depends. Always. Like, what are your goals? Mm-hmm. Where are you at? Um, what are you trying to do? So, yeah. So go ahead. Continue. Then we yeah, can yeah. Well, jeez, uh, this depends in so many different ways but yes i would uh first off ask what are your goals um and then from there uh it, it depends on how advanced of a lifter you are how long how much experience you have with training uh it depends <laughs> i mean how your diet is how much sleep rest and recovery you can actually get yeah um you know so it, it, every situation is different i mean every person is different even simply like we we both do and tend to maintain and stick to like a four-day split yeah but for someone my size, there's days or there's weeks where I'll go to fruits because um, I'm incorporating, I'm just playing basketball again more. So yeah, like, exactly. To do heavy, super heavy, like say legs, you know, I, which I like to usually do a hit pretty hard twice a week, um, would just murder me. And I wouldn't be able yeah. to perform and be able to do like, you know, what I'm asking of myself. And I think that's, yeah. that's a huge thing to realize that it's not all... Um, it's not all like cookie cutter. Like it's not going to be the same. That's, that's a good point you bring up though. Cause most people, they don't consider that they're just like, okay, I, let's say I enjoy, let's say it's a random person. They're like, Oh, I really enjoy hiking. And they're like, they hike every weekend. You know, they're, they're so, um, married to a certain number of workouts that they think they need to get per week mm-hmm. that they don't. Uh, you know, moderate their workout volume to accommodate like a hobby, like a basketball or hiking or whatever. And then they just end up burning themselves out. So, but again, it's just so people can have some takeaways from this. I think if we were going to broad stroke it across, if I had to just like put a stamp on it and say, this is what anyone should, should be doing for exercise. I like to say you should be doing some form of movement more days than you're not. So what that means is, for Tyler, he said sometimes he drops down to three days a week of actual like weightlifting workouts. But he also just said he also plays basketball on the weekends. He does yoga twice a week. So he's moving more days than he's not, even if he's actually doing like strength training three days a week. Mm-hmm. So I think if your goal, if we're talking to like the masses, the average person who works nine to five, who has kids, who has a spouse, who is busy, who wants to lose weight and be healthier, you should be doing some form of movement more days than you're not. And that, mean, that could mean 
a 30 minute walk. Yep. That can mean yoga or something like that. If we're talking strictly strength training, again, it depends on your goal. Are you someone who's trying to be an athlete? Are you trying to be mm-hmm. a, like a bodybuilder or play a sport or you know, just be in phenomenal physical condition? Then maybe you need to be working out probably you know, at least four days a week, maybe three sometimes. But if you're someone who's going for like those super, super advanced goals, I think four day, four to, three to five days a week of quality workouts are good. If you're the average person who just wants to lose weight and actually you know, look better, feel better, I think you can honestly get away with two or three mm-hmm. solid, you know, actual workouts, not including walking, hiking, or things like that. So, like, if someone tells me they're working out, quote unquote, th- twice a week, meaning they're doing like some sort of strength training, then I think you need to be at least doing two to three other days of some sort of, you know, walking mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, and I, I think the reason, like, because the reason for me of which why I said it's situational is because. What came to me right to mind was two completely separate people um, like that I have that have reached out to me recently. So one is currently a client, one is a client, um, a possible client, and we were just speaking about their training regimen. Haven't, they haven't been working out for, I think it's been a solid two years, like don't have much experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were just kind of talking about setting up a schedule for them and things of that nature. And like, yeah, I wanna, I wanna start off with maybe like four to five days a week. And as soon as I hear that, I love I love the, the tenacity, the want to yeah. get better because they have goals that they want to hit. They want to hop into it full force and get right to it. But on the same notion, if you haven't been working out for that long, yeah. two days in a row, you're going to be hurting. Like, yeah. like right yeah. away, two days in a row, you're going to need at least that one rest recovery day to, again, get like your active uh, recovery and like walking or getting your mobility in and like incorporating those things in. On the flip side, I have another client who... <sighs> He wants to change his body composition, uh, seasoned lifter, been lifting for quite a while, but he's doing full body workouts six days a week. Yeah. Uh, works a full time active job. Yeah. So he's getting 15 to 20,000 steps in. And he may be, you know, someone where maybe it actually may be better for him to take away one or two of his workouts and yeah. add in a more yoga, mobility, recovery. I mean, I think mobility should be done every day, but yeah. more of something that's just less impact and less stress on his joints, ligaments, things like that. Um, and he knows that, but on that same foot of that coin, he's kind of just like, yeah, but I like to just do it anyway. So yeah. with each person, there's different battles I think that you have to... I think, to, yeah, that's why everything depends because the person who actually yep. asked me this question fits that second client profile. Yep, yep. Uh, she is in good shape. She works out more than she probably should mm-hmm. um, and but constantly wants to Get better. look better and look feel better. better. Uh, and I've been trying to convince her to dial down her workouts now there's there's a huge like um uh, you know gray area here where uh, people just look at it black and white so when i tell someone to dial back their workouts they automatically think i'm telling them to not work out intensely what i'm telling you is that if you are working out six or seven days a week year round you honestly aren't working out as intense as you think you are because your body can't sustain that so what's happening is whether you recognize it or not your body just kind of auto-regulates regulates itself. It starts putting forth less effort. You're more tired, tired in the lifts. You're not lifting as much weight, which means you're not burning as many calories, which means you're not burning, you know, you're also not building as much muscle. So you're like on this perpetual just hamster wheel trying to chase this high of, of thinking that you're going to somehow find the magic formula of like, you know, fitness. Mm-hmm. So I think you brought up a good point. There are some people who 
it's a struggle to get them to just do something twice a week. Yeah. There's also people on the opposite end where it's a huge struggle to get them to tone back their workouts. Mm-hmm. And I think if you are someone who really feels for maybe their mental health that they need to do some sort of activity every day, yep. then I think that it's totally okay to work out every day, but you have to moderate the intensity. So let's go back to what we talked about before. Maybe you're doing three to four days of solid, intense lifting, and the other days, maybe you are doing yoga. Maybe you're just going in and you're doing like you're grabbing some bands and doing some getting a pump. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing six days a week full body workouts and you're constantly trying to push yourself as hard as you can, you burn out. You're, yeah, you're burn out, and you're honestly you're probably working at about sixty percent year okay. round as opposed to being able to work at like 90 percent four days a week. I think a lot of that comes from too with the like the five six days. I mean. Phew. I mean, we're really back for a I will 100% say that I am guilty of the five, six, almost probably seven days a week of, for me, it came from more of the athlete mindset. Oh, dude. That, yeah. like, I have to destroy myself every day, push myself to the limit in order to perform at, like, this level. And that's, there's varying degrees of which, you know, that's acceptable and not, I think, even at an athletic level. Um, even if you're talking about getting into college, pro, and all that stuff, you still need your rest and recovery. I think of like the average everyday professional who has three, four kids going to a job, working nine to five, yeah. bare, getting four hours of sleep. And then on top of that, you want to add five, six days of training. Like how much stress is that to your body? Like, yeah. a, a lot of the recovery aspect and sleep and taking care of your body is lost. I feel like I'm the chase of strictly for aesthetic reasons. Yeah. And then not, and also not to go off on a whole other tangent, but they always tie together. But most people who are doing that, they're also probably drastically cutting their calories, mm-hmm. right? So yep. then they're burning out. But what happens on the back end is they get to the weekend. They're like, I barely ate all week. I worked out every single day. And then they just go all out on the weekend. And then again, we're just, we're not, we're now we're just trying to exercise. And we're not actually getting results. So if you want to get results, like you got to make some sacrifices. And for some people, myself included, a big sacrifice for me is sometimes pulling back on the volume. So for right now to break it down for you, for those of you who are still listening and are interested in this stuff, like for me, when I was like getting serious about lifting, when I first started getting really serious about it, so I started working out when I was like 12, Mm -hmm. but like, again, started like being really serious around it, maybe like 14, 15. Dude, I got to a point where I was like working out, no lie, six days a week, Mm -hmm. almost three hours a day. And I literally thought that like I just, the only way to get better was to add more. So I'm talking yeah. about like, I'd go to the gym and like I was 15, so like I didn't have a fucking car. Yeah. So like I would either walk there or, and I didn't have a cell phone. So like, you know, I would like maybe have my mom drop me off and she'd drop me off at like, let's say 3.30. And I'm like, yeah. okay, can you just pick me up at 6.30? Dude, <laughs> I was there the whole time. And I wasn't, and I keep in mind, I didn't know anyone there, so I wasn't talking. Yeah. I wasn't like in there bullshitting. Like I would go to the, go like the lap pull down machine, let's say, and I would literally just be there for 12 sets. Yeah. Then I go to like the rows, another 12, 12 sets, <laughs> like, you know, and then I've just been trying to fill three hours. Cause again, no cell phone, no car. I can't just leave. Yep. So like, um, anyway, I'm but I, I, I did this for a long time and, and I was always frustrated that I wasn't getting the results I wanted. And then when I scaled back to five days a week to about maybe 90 minutes, yep. got way better results. And then now I'm working out at 30, four days a week. Each workout is about 60 minutes to 70 minutes, including warm up. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing maybe four to five exercises during the workout. Yep. But everything I'm doing, I'm taking it to like 
the limit. Like I'm lifting more weight than the last week, doing more reps than the last week, tracking how much I'm lifting. And every week I do a little bit more. And dude, I've been seeing very good results mm-hmm. at feeling good. Like I said, I'm a little sore this week, but like, again, sleep, nutrition, all that stuff is going to play into that. But of course, yeah. um, again, just because we're telling you that we need to scale back your workouts, we're not telling you to half-ass it. We're actually telling you that you're probably not working out hard enough. Yeah, you're just doing a lot. Yeah, you know you're doing I mean? more volume rather than increasing your intensity within the hour or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're just doing more. It's the difference between like, you know, uh, if you, you know, if you're on, let's say you're like on salary at a job and you're just constantly start working more and more and more hours with no bonuses, no commissions, stuff like that. Now you're just doing more work. You're not getting any more benefit for it, right? So whereas if you're maybe someone who's in like sales or a commission incentive based job, the more you put in, the more you get out of it Mm -hmm. or the better quality you have. So again, if you're someone who is in sales, would you rather make uh, 10 $100 sales or one $2,000 sale? Like what's going to net you more money and a better result? So again, we're not telling you to, you know, work out like a wuss. We're telling you to put, start working out smarter and harder, but you know, toning down the volume. On that, on that same note, and this is a little sidetrack, but just in terms of thinking about like intensity and um, just like the energy that you bring into the gym, I think a lot of people forget how much mental capacity actually goes into like weight training and oh yeah, uh, like, and they forget how much of it is like it's actually it's a skill. It's not like you're just going in this like yeah. let me do these couple things so I look good in the bathing suit or whatever it is or like I just, yeah, I feel that, like it's like no, it's a skill. You want to master the skill. And uh, I think you realize that the most when working with people one on one, you know, in those situations. Yeah. But as uh, as far as like as far as bringing like again like regarding to um, like your intensity, your energy that you bring. What is uh what is like some emotions that? How do you bring like what's the mindset that you bring into your workout? Like oh, okay, then that's a good that's a good yes. That's another question we got. Yep. On a, so uh, mindset going into a workout. So this is. This again, it, it kind of depends on the day. Like to just 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 be honest. Be honest. Like I'll give you an example. Today, uh, I was up. I was just telling Tyler about this before we came on there. Uh, I started recording. Uh, it was up at four a.m. You know, I had you know appointments up until eight thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. Ate real quick after that. You know, I had eaten breakfast earlier, but then like eat real quick. Fed my son, who's seven months old. Then he napped on me for like an hour and a half while I like did emails, you know, off to the side on my phone uh, while he was napping on me. So I'm sitting and he woke up at 10.57 and my workout, again, it was me and my wife, we have our day scheduled to the minute. To because the we, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen it. He's seen the schedule. <laughs> like my wife is a teacher. She works from home right now. I work from home. We both, we don't have a nanny or anyone to help us take care of it. Like we just take care of our son. So 10.57, he woke up. My workout time was scheduled for 11 a.m. So it gave me three minutes to come downstairs, get, take some pre-workout, and get on. And I literally texted my wife and I said, the motivation I have to do legs right now is absolutely fading. <laughs> I have no motivation. So today's mindset was don't be a little bitch. <laughs> do the workout. I needed maybe an extra 10 minutes of mobility and warm-up, but like – I got through it, it was really hard, it's humid as hell in my garage, I'm sweating bullets, it was tough, and today I was just thinking about, if I'm, again, we're being honest, I was thinking about, all right, tomorrow, gonna eat, you know, sheet meal, let's fucking get this, let's get this workout in, let's get this, I also was motivated by the fact that it was, like I was telling you guys earlier, it's the last week of the block, which means yep. this was like the week to beat the last two weeks he did, so I was like, 
this is my last chance to beat that, which is another reason why tracking your progress is good. Because yep. if I just go, oh, I could try again next week. It's not, there's no sense of urgency. Yep. So that's today. But if we're going to broad stroke it, I like to work out semi-angry mm. and even kind of on the, the you know, leaning more towards like, like sad angry. Not like I'm pissed off at the world for something, but like I motivate myself thinking about like the things I want in life and how I'm the only one who's going to make those things happen. And, and to me, I tie a lot of that into the effort I'm willing to put in in the gym, especially on days when I don't feel like working out. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like literally like what, what kind of life do I want? What quality of life do I want? What do I want for my son? And, and I know these, these are things that will motivate me in a happy way, but I think about also like where I came from, how hard I've worked to get where I'm at and how I could like how it may not seem like it, but in my mind, how easily all of that can like be taken away. Mm-hmm. So that sounds kind of deep, but like that's what gets me through the hardest days. Like it can literally put chills on the back of my neck. It's like when I'm getting so amped up and I'm listening to a specific song, like it's getting me amped and I'm thinking about all that stuff. And I can, I feel like I can like take on anything and like maybe at the end of the workout, I feel a little extra sore, but that's my motivation is that stuff. What about you? What do you like to go into the... Well, how do we follow that up, folks? <laughs> Tyler's, Tyler's going to be like, Tyler's gonna be like, I like dance. I like dance music. And like, a, like a song comes on. I just like to wiggle a little bit. I, oh. it's, it's funny. One time, uh, my wife, she, she'll listen to like, uh, like party music when she works out sometimes. And yeah, occasionally yeah. she's, she's either like party music or like hard, like Linkin Park. It's okay. like one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's either like, Love it's Park. literally like, it's either like Cardi B and Lil John or Linkin Park when yeah, she's working out. Yeah. And when she's listening to like, Cardi B, I'm like, I can't get amped to this. Like, <laughs> I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, um, all right, so a couple of different things I would say that motivate me. Um, I'll start on, like, the more scratching the surface thing. Um, honestly, just some good music. Um, if it has a good upbeat to it, that usually you have. Like, if I'm doing more cardio-based stuff and need, like, the more, like, um, more, like, New Orleans, like, down south, like, like quick upbeat, like, uh, more, like, Lil Wayne, his type of music is more like that. Okay. Because um, that's how, like, the rap game is. Then when it's from down there, from uh, New Orleans, it's, uh, I'm blanking on the name of what it is at the moment, but, uh, yeah, so, like, I, that in terms yeah, of music. I, I'm trying to figure out what that name is. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of it. So, uh, there's a show that's, uh, like, all about rap, and it talks about its origins and everything, and it's, um, it's on Netflix, and it was, like, it was very eye-opening, just yeah. to, like, learn everything, you know? But, uh, yeah, definitely the music... Is like a, a, a huge motivator for me, but honestly, in terms of getting more into like the emotional standpoint, um, I think very similar to you, and this is what I have kind of found like as we vibe on a lot, just even not knowing each other for so long. Yeah, is like I, I, just, I just think about like the people that are important to me, the things that matter the most to me. I mean, um, just to uh, brief history, which I know I might have touched on in, in a uh, different podcast, but played college basketball and then uh, played pro basketball, had dreams and wanted to. Uh, get to the NBA, that was everyone's goal, playing pro basketball, yeah. but uh, my body just pretty much wouldn't let me. I had a stress fracture under my left knee when I was a young kid, imbalanced me for years and basically messed up my body enough that couldn't get to that level, but could still play and stop for three years, and now I'm back in it, so sad story, but we're back in. All right, so, um, no, more so speaking, honestly, like, I'm my worst critic. Yeah, me I too. Will, I, yeah, oh my goodness, <laughs> I, I drive myself crazy being yeah. my own worst critic, but yeah, whenever I get to a point where like I feel like I'm gonna fail or something, or, like or like I feel like I'm gonna drop the weight, or I can't keep going, or I can't, um, you know, I'm too fatigued, or like I just 
I honestly, I think about like looking myself in the mirror at the end of the day and be like, did you give everything you had today? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, did you put everything you had into like even just your your hour workout that you had for yourself? Today? Yeah. Um, I think especially with, like starting my own business now, I realize especially how much like of your time is you have to maximize your time. And I think that's in regards to what we're talking about with, uh, you know, people who would ask the same question of how often you should work out and stuff. It's, you know, if you're putting the intensity and the time into like that set time you have for your workout, like it's going to be worth it. Like you don't have to go every single day. You know, it's funny that you said that. I was literally, <laughs> as we were talking, I was thinking about like, and this is why you can't work out seven days a week. Yes, because exactly. there's no way you could like, and it sounds deep and I mean, and I get, I get that maybe where the minority of people who maybe think this way, mm-hmm. maybe we're like in that like 5% of people and maybe there's a bunch of people listening to this right now who are like, I don't think about any of this shit when I work out. I just want to like get through it or like, I, I'm, yeah. I don't really like it. I think about but, what I'm going to drink. After yeah. I think about like, I think about like, dinner, yeah, yeah. like other stuff or whatever. And I'll admit, man, I'm definitely guilty of spe- dude. I mean, when I didn't own my own business, when I was just a trainer at, yep. at a gym, I would, I had like a separate iPod for my music for when I worked out and my phone would go like in a locker. Yep. So like, I didn't have any distractions when yep. I was working out. But like now owning my own business, obviously nice. having a uh, thing, yeah, yeah. But like now, now I'm like I'm definitely guilty of like maybe in between sets, like sh- if I get an email, like looking at an email or something like that. It's just it's just a nature of the beast of of having your own thing. But honestly, like you know, if you are putting the type of physical and emotional intensity into the workouts that you should be, or at least eighty percent of that, you can't manage that every single day. No. So like for me, like I. I don't like, like, working out is a huge part of, of how I feel for the day. So if I have a shitty workout, it'll, like, I don't, I'm not going to say it ruins my day, but, like, mm-hmm. it's definitely something that I think about, like, oh, man, I, that, was, that was a shitty workout. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I, when I'm putting that much emotion and intensity into it, you can only do it so many days a week. So for me, yep. by the time my, my, my rest day comes, the weekend comes, where I don't have workouts on the board, I, the last thing I want to do is work out. Like, I don't want to work out on those days when I'm mm-hmm. supposed to have off. But then by Monday, when I'm, I, like, miss it and I want to get back into yeah. it. So giving yourself a chance to miss it. But as far as, like, the motivation goes, like, yeah, music is huge for me. Yeah. Thinking about, like, how, you know, like you said, being your own worst critic, being able to, like, mm-hmm. you know, say, like, did you put in the effort you want to take? But also knowing that, like, you said you were too. Like, I was, like, a chubby kid at one point. Like, yeah, I, I won't I, go back. Those, and, oh, those, and those insecurities follow you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so for me, I'm yeah. like, listen, like, I know that this stuff doesn't happen on accident and I got to put in this effort and yep. you know and for me it's just it's a non-negotiable like yeah, yeah. you know what you know what actually was is another huge driving force to, for me now and I feel like because I've reached this point in my in my like lifting exercise like oh say my body career yeah, right? yeah. of the terms of, of which my how my body feels at this age and I'm 28 gonna be 29 it's I'll like actually, your, your lifting age yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm 28 I'll be 29 next month and just Honestly, just like through like all like the health issues and stuff I had from sports and all that stuff, like I'm just so grateful. I think I take so much like gratuity into like even just like things of again like being able to work out every day, like get back on the court, do those things. Just because I know and have been coming to contact with so many people that don't have the ability to do that, yeah. or personally myself, I've been in that position after a surgery or after being hurt. Like, I was hurt a lot, you know yeah. what I mean? So like you realize that like that is the key <laughs> like the key to progressing whether it be at sports your own fitness your health and nutrition is like you got to be healthy in order to do it you have yeah. to be able to put the time in and like if you're hurt right if you're doing too much and putting too much out into your 
um, too much volume or whatever it may be, like you don't get, you don't reap the same rewards. And so, I mean, I use that as a motivation as two men, but yeah, honestly, it's family. It's huge. My, my circle is about, <laughs> about this big. You guys can't see it, but um, yeah, I think of, you know, bringing those people with me and anything I do, man, you know, just a little off topic, but like when I was overseas, where I was playing pro basketball over in Germany, like loved it. Yeah. Thought it was amazing. Like I, I thought the experience was amazing. I learned so much about myself but it wasn't as worth it to me because my family wasn't there. Yeah, like, yeah. They weren't there experiencing it with me. Like, they weren't there enjoying, like, the fruits of my labor. And I think that experience for me made me realize how important, like, doing anything is. Like, if yeah. I don't have my family, like, I have no drive. I have no motivation because I'm good. I just need some good food. Yeah. And... <laughs> to do some, I, do some biceps. And yeah, I'm good. <laughs> do some good food, do some biceps, and, like, some sunshine, man. And I'm good. I don't need everything. But, like, without... Having, you know, that feeling of, like, fulfillment from, like, sharing it with the people you care about. Yeah. that's what you do it for. Same thing like you with your wife and your son. Again, I, this, to some people, this might be, they, they might have just expected us to say, like, oh, <laughs> I just want, you I know, my biceps I just want so bigger good. biceps or whatever. <laughs> but uh, but uh, actually, oh. there's, there's a couple of things. And the reason why I think, I, I'm not going to speak for Tyler, but I know for me, the reason why it does seem like I have, like, kind of a small Rolodex of motivation is because... One, motivation is fleeting. And the same thing so might not motivate you every single day. So like I yep. said, today, my motivation was just, it's Friday, yeah. get your workout in, don't be a bitch. If you don't work out today, you gotta do it tomorrow and I don't wanna do it tomorrow. So like, for me, that was good enough for me. But another thing that motivates me um, is, you know, one is being healthy and being strong and, and being in shape. It's, sound, it, it's not a look thing. But like, it literally makes everything in life a little bit better. Yeah. So 100%. vacations, food. Food tastes better yeah, yeah, when you yeah, work out. Exactly. One hundred percent. Everything, because again, if you don't feel good, speaking from like a physiologically, like digestion, all that stuff, joint ache. But also, if you don't feel good about yourself, or at least maybe maybe you aren't even where you want to be in your fitness journey, but at least you can feel good about the effort you're putting in. You're gonna be a better husband, girlfriend, wife you know, boyfriend, dad, brother, whatever, you're going to be better off because you're not constantly just like hating on yourself and you can be proud of the effort you're putting in. Another thing too is I honestly like, I used to be the type of dude who was like, with the exception of like, I've never, like the one thing I've never done, like I've never done like drugs or steroids or anything like that. So beyond that, I've never done that stuff. But I used to feel like the type of dude, like I don't give a shit what I have to do. I just want to be like jacked and strong. So like I'll lift as heavy as I need to lift, as often as I need to do it, eat whatever I need to eat to do this. Now I still want to be jacked and strong. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's a huge motivator for me. But honestly, like being married and have a ki- having a kid, like mm-hmm. I want to live as long as I possibly can. Yeah. Like I don't want to not be around for my son any earlier, th- you know, any sooner mm-hmm. than I have to. So like mm-hmm. for me, I know that if I'm I'm 30 now, if I'm 65 and I can still put in a solid workout, I'm gonna extend the length of my life. That's yeah. just that's just a fact. And I also don't want to be one of those people. I I always call it the. Um, the just weight person mm-hmm. where I used to hear this all the time when I was younger. And like, again, I've been in fitness for a long time. So I've interacted with a lot of people and everyone would be like, Oh, well just wait, you know, just wait till you have kids or just wait till you have a wife or just wait till you have a house or just wait till you have a career. And then you'll see like, you don't have the time to work out. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I'm like, dude, if there's one thing, if, if all the other motivating factors were like in place, the one thing that would motivate me, I don't care like how much money I make or any of that shit. I do not want to be the dude who's like, 
oh yeah, but I'm, a, you know, Zeus is like, I'm a dad and that's an excuse to have like a quote unquote like dad bod or like be, be unhealthy because like I'm a dad. Like, n- like that's not an option for me. Yeah. So if anything, that makes me motivated even more. It's just like, I don't want to be that dude who's like 45 and it's like, well, just wait till you have a kid. Then you'll see. You can't, you'll never have time to work out. It's like, uh, you, you can make it that. Yeah, no, nah, I, I think, and again, like, I'm, I'm not a dad yet, but I think that same motivation goes for me too. Like now, like being past sports, now I work out more for like health, longevity yeah. reasons. I mean, honestly, a lot of my training and the, like the muscle groups and stuff in which I put a lot, especially a lot of my like intensity and focus into are like to combat like being so tall, um, to have, you know, strong posterior chain. So I'm standing up upright. My posture is good. Yeah. And just to move. Uh, move better and move pain free. I said like I was in I was in such a level of pain for a constant amount a long amount of time that I didn't realize until the past you know maybe like year um, of which how much like more pain free I am. And yeah. So from and I'm talking about all the way down from the size 18s all the way up the chain, man. It's like it's 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 crazy, but that's why I put all of my time and my energy into because again I want to be able to pick up my kids. I want to be able to bend over and like go to the park and do these things. Or, like that's what matters to me. Like I want, yeah. you know, I want to be that father, you know, that's there for the kids and that is able to do those things too and isn't sitting on the bench the whole time. Yeah, you know? no, I, I that's totally scary agree. to me, man. That actually scares. The it scares out. the shit out of me, man. Like I swear <laughs> to you, like really I, does. I don't like to think of like not being able to like do things. Be again. I'm not. There's obviously extenuating circumstances with some people. So I'm not like. I'm not hating anybody. But like, I don't want my decisions to come back and, and and bite me in ten years when you know I can't do certain things. And that goes both ways. That means a making sure that I'm taking care of my health, I'm eating right, and I'm working out. But also on the other end, making sure that I'm not doing anything fucking stupid mm-hmm. to where I'm going to get injured or something yeah, like that. Because yeah. again. I'm a trainer. You're a trainer. Right now, I have you know thirty to forty hours of in-person appointments a week. Like I can't not be able to move. Like I can't. Like then you know. I mean, my clients pay me by the session. So like, if I don't work, I don't make money. So like, I have to be able to move. I have to be able to load the bar. I have to be able to demo exercises and stuff like that. And like. You know, no one wants to be trained by a trainer. As we're saying this, an ice cream truck is passing by my house. Um, <laughs> no one wants to be the, the trainer who, like, is demoing something for a client and they're just like, well, I can't do it, but I know how to show you how to do it. Like, I, I need to be able to, like, demo the stuff for, for the people I'm uh, training. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think from a demonstration uh, standpoint, for sure, I think part of it comes into two and, like, this isn't to say because I for sure am not. So <laughs> I'm not that person like that you have to be jack super ripped shredded in order to be a trainer but at the end of the day i, I honestly I you need like to be healthy yes be able to move is yes. what, yeah 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 i think be healthy be able to move but you also like you have to have um i feel like if you're able to do them specifically on yourself it helps you apply it into coaching into whoever yes. you're with like, i yes. think that's the number one thing even more so than like being like oh i gotta be the big strong oh trainer. and i and i agree with you and i don't yeah. and i'm i honestly have probably interacted with a lot i've interacted with a lot of strong jacked people who can't who can't not even even if they're not a trainer but they can't do anything outside of you know bench press row you know like yeah, yeah, they, yeah, squat, they, yeah. or even like just being able to lift your arms over your head yeah. so i don't i'm not saying that like being jacked automatically makes you a good trainer but i am saying whether i agree with it or, or anyone agrees with it or not Again, it's a you know it's a free market out there. Like 
if you want to train people for a living, this is a whole other topic, but like you got to practice with your preach to a certain extent. Yeah. You can't be like, you know, puffing on a cigarette, eating McDonald's in your car. And then when you see your client show up and you pop out the car, like, Hey man, let's go. Like, it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's not, no one's going to stick with you. So, yeah, so it, it, you got, there's gotta be, you gotta meet us, meet your clients in the middle somewhere. You don't have to be jacked and shredded necessarily, but like you gotta be able to, you know, squat to parallel at least <laughs> at, the, yeah, right? at the very least I, I'm right there with you this is completely off topic but ice cream man comes to your neighborhood the world's gonna blow up tomorrow what are you getting oh see so this, this is a so this is a, a question that has <laughs> there's what's, a, what's like a sidebar to it yep so I'm I'm from uh, Queens that, Queens New York that's where I grew up Sir. and down in this down where I grew up Ice cream trucks had soft serve. And apparently in upstate New York, they don't have soft serve. So if an ice cream truck passed by in upstate New York, I could give a fuck. There's nothing I want on there. If, if we're talking an ice cream truck that actually serves ice cream, like one from downstate, I'm going, I'm going chocolate soft serve, chocolate sprinkles. Okay. All right. All right. I just, I just made me think about it because that truck just rolled by. I would say I also experienced that. Um, being that I went to a college in Long Island, so they had, yeah. I think it was Mr. Softy or Mr. something. Mr. Softy, that's where it's right? at. Yeah. yeah, okay, so Mr. Softy, um, the chocolate vanilla twist with um, the cherry dip. Okay. Outside, if I'm down there, if I'm up here, upstate New Yorkers, I got you. Um, <laughs> either Chip Witch or a Taco Taco. And like, if you play Little League Baseball or anything, like you probably know it. I can mess, mess with a Chip Witch. Yeah. I can mess with a Chip Witch. <laughs> Chocolate taco, taco would be second choice, but I would go chip with first. I gotta say though, Honestly, hard hard pass on the cherry topping for me. Really? Hard. I don't. I don't know what I'm into it. One of my clients the other day said he got a, a black raspberry sauce serve. I said to him, I was like, I said hard pass. I was like, you know they have chocolate <laughs> at the same place. Why would you get black raspberry? It's disgusting. All right. So <laughs> ice cream, do you prefer you prefer chocolate over vanilla? Then I don't mind. I don't mind vanilla. I just don't understand fruit flavored ice cream. Like, you. if well, you're gonna get fruit flavored ice cream, get like. Like a Italian ice or something. something. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do that. It's just the dip is like this, like it's like this candy outside. Do they have chocolate like, dip? Yeah, they do. Have they get the chocolate too. dip. <laughs> I've done it. Too. I will say we're rainbow sprinkles. It's crazy. All right, getting back to our questions here, though, guys. Yeah, we're running out of time. No worries. All right, so um, next question that we have here. Oh, I like this one a lot. All right, so um, three exercises, and you could do them forever, but you can only pick three. Okay. What would your three be? And we don't, you don't have to go one, two, three. You can just go one and then we'll break it down. Because I feel like we may have at least one or two. Okay, so I would, I would have to – so I guess I would have to pick deadlifts mm-hmm. just because I go – like that's my strongest lift and I enjoy doing them. So yeah. deadlifts would be one. Um, Does it matter sumo or traditional? I, I only do the traditional just because I, I never really – worked on the skill of doing a sumo so i suck at them so i don't think one's right or wrong but i just i prefer the conventional deadlifts um so a straight bar conventional deadlift would be a choice i would do shit that's a hard one probably probably a dumbbell chest press and uh i would have to say again if i only had to do three i would have to do like some sort of heavy uh uh, let's see, I'm trying to think between two. I I'd go with a, a weighted like chin up. Okay. You know, and there, here's the reason why: <laughs> deadlift strictly because 
it works. Because it's deadlifts. It's deadlifts. <laughs> but it also, again, you got to have a leg exercise in there. And yep. it's a leg exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other two is because I was going to say like lateral raises or like tricep extensions because I love doing those. Yeah. But again, you only can choose three. So, yeah, you know, true. dumbbell chest press, it's going to let you work the triceps, the chest and the shoulders. And then, uh, you know, chin-ups is going to do biceps and back. So those three exercises would allow me to like hit everything. I guess yeah. if I only had to do three. Yeah, so, so I would definitely agree on the chin up. Um, as far as weighted, I, I think I, I'm, I'm almost 300 pounds, so I think I got enough weight for now. Yeah, you're, yeah you're, you're, we'll you're work out with 300 pounds with a 7.5 wingspan, so I think, or maybe 7.8 actually, so I think I'll be good there for now for the weight. <laughs> but for progression, yeah, of course, weighted. Um, but I would say definitely chin ups. Um, I think you're probably going to be like, no way, you're so tall. But uh, Bulgarian split squats. Okay. Um, as far as I respect that because those fucking suck. So if you're willing to do them, yeah, they're absolutely horrible. But the reason why I like them, uh, I I love them. Yeah, 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 yeah. love them. Yeah, and uh, honestly, it's because uh, knee dominant movement, but you use so much here posterior. Yeah. So I was just talking about that's how like I like I uh, make my program. Those are moves I focus on the most. Um, and then. So this is tough. I don't know if I would do the bar. Simply, it's tough for me to, my, me personally, to get in that position. But I would say um, this is tough, man. So I'm battling between the two. Deadlift is one, and then the other one. And ladies are gonna love this one. Is this hip thrust? Heavy so you're hip all. Thrust. So you're just gonna do legs and back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So this is what. I, no, no, not both of those. Excuse me. So I would go chin up. Um, split squat split squat and well yeah honestly if I want to hit both I'll say deadlift just because I'm going to get a lot of groups in deadlift too like I just I found such so a so Tyler Tyler for the rest of his life is just going to have people look at him from behind <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much man you know I, I and you know where a lot of that comes from just being so damn tall like hunching over all the time I'm like yo if I didn't train chest that much you know what I'd still be okay I'll yeah you'd be fine I'll you're just fine. stand up real tall like I'll feel great <laughs> like that's really like where my, my reasoning goes with and that. here's the thing is that I'm not even like I don't even have a strong press or anything like that it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. dumbbell chest press bench press overhead press I'm not strong in those at all yep. so I strictly was choosing dumbbell chest press strictly for the aesthetic purposes for the aesthetic. <laughs> okay. strictly for that because yeah. if I don't work like chest and try like I'll notice it like I don't still have uh, okay, I just okay, do not have uh, you know people might disagree with me like you know who, who only know me as like a 30 year old man but like I do not have like a solid genetic frame to like where I can just disregard working out and I'm gonna have a, a, a decent physique so like for yeah. me to keep any semblance of like being in shape I have to work out so like if I stop training like one area it just goes to shit immediately <laughs> I don't know why it's like that but uh yeah, the, the hip thrust for me, it's like semi, I mean, I'll say semi-aesthetic. I mean, everyone wants a nice butt, but honestly, it's just, it's it's more just a good Yeah, guys thing. want to have a good butt. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing. Ladies think we don't, but like we do. Right? <laughs> I mean, we, we might not twerk or do that. Or way. never, I never, try to step back or never in a position butt. to ever show it off, but like <laughs> you just need to know, you just need the comfort to know that it's there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just honestly with glutes being like the largest muscle group, it's just, it, it helps me so much more training. Oh yeah. It changed how I do glute training when I started doing it and yeah, I probably started doing like specifically like 
just glute training, like focusing specifically on that only like two years ago. I remember seeing like your Instagram post because you were doing at the time you were doing like more full body yeah, training, yep. like more circuit style. But then yeah, you yeah, put yeah. out like an Instagram story of like doing like a 500 pound hip thrust yeah. just like on your lunch break. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm like, I respect, I respect that. Like, and, it, and it's something that so many men, honestly, like they, they don't train like specifically. They think it's more of a thing that just girls want to do. But I mean, like there's research and there's, there's studies the, that listen, show The like, Rock does it. So. Hey, there you go. The yes. Rock does hip thrust, so you can't say that you're not going to do hip thrust. Yeah, I mean, it helps, you know, you engage the glutes, you build the strength in your glutes. Uh, it helps, uh, technically, they say it helps to raise testosterone levels. I'm not sure that is. I, well, building muscle building muscle in any sense raise, it helps raise testosterone. And girls, don't worry, that doesn't mean that you're going to get crazy <laughs> testosterone levels. It just means it helps, ba- it does help balance. It yeah. has been scientifically proven that weight training specifically, no other form of exercise does this. So like running, mm-hmm. cardio, and strength training and building muscle is literally the only exercise that actually has been shown to help balance those type of horn- hormones like you know testosterone, estrogen, and progesterone. Yep. It actually helps balance them out. Uh, Cause you're telling your body, I want to get stronger. And in order for your body to get stronger, it needs to have balanced hormones. Mm-hmm. So again, strength training is going to be the, this isn't a question, but if you had to choose only one form of exercise and gun to your head, you would have to do some sort of strength training. Like yeah. that's it. Like it's, if you want it, the most, if you want the most pain for your body. Do we have another question? Yeah, we do. We have one more question. I like this one. So, um, thoughts on taking breaks from structured workouts and how it affects the process. So this question is a little, it depends. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say it's a little skew. It's a little, uh, you know, it depends on the perspective. Um, <laughs> so he, wait, he, I'm sorry. Can you read it again? Yeah. Okay. Thoughts on taking breaks from structured workouts and how it affects your progress. Excuse me. I said process first progress. That's no, 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 no. That's fine. I, I think again, it depends. Yep. So if you're someone who is a, uh, seasoned, consistent, uh, I, I was going to say lifter, but it, Worker outer, I guess, is a, <laughs> if you've been consistent with I it and you're outer. actually in a structured program, I think breaking from that from time to time actually is beneficial for your progress. Yep. I think any good program has some form of deload built into it. So, for example, for the program I'm currently on, uh, next week is deload week, which means I'm only working out three days and they're very low intensity, kind of like just kind of get a pump and that's it. Workouts with a lot of mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's only for one week and then you get back to the grind the next week. So I think taking a short uh, planned out break from your structure program is very beneficial for your progress in the long term. Mm-hmm. But on the other end of it, if you're someone who is not consistent and you haven't really developed the capacity or the conditioning to maintain a structured program for a long period of time, mm-hmm. and you're someone who has just come off maybe a two-year, five-year, 10-year break where you didn't do anything, I don't think taking breaks is very beneficial for you. I think mm-hmm. it's just gonna be like a ticking time clock of you going back to old habits. Yep. I think for you, if 100%. you're working out two or three days a week, Realistically speaking, you really probably never need a break. No. You're, you're getting four days off a week. You don't really need a break. I agree. Uh, <laughs> no, honestly, I think that was beautifully said. I think, yeah, uh, one and two, or definitely one day, but um, definitely two days a week, you don't really need a break. I think the deload week, especially if you're doing uh, minute like four to- Four to six, the hard yeah, workouts, yeah. Four to six. Um, besides that too, yeah, like, again, like just to reiterate what you said, I think if you're just beginning, you're going to fall more back into the old habits or you're more at risk 
of falling back into habits. It's the same notion of like if you just started nutrition coaching and you take a whole week off after like you say your first week, like you may start to slide back a little bit, you know, so it's just more continuing to stay consistent over time. So, I mean, I would, that's exactly what I would say. I can't really add much to that. I think also, it also depends on like, what is the length of the break you're talking about? So for example, like, yeah, are true. you taking a week off? Yeah, no big deal. Are you taking an entire month off for no reason? Maybe not the best, but again, if you're someone who has been consistent, like for example, Tyler or myself, if some weird life circumstance happened where we had to take a month off from working out, um, we could both get back into it after mm-hmm. a month. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone who knows a month is gonna be six months, don't take a month off. Like mm-hmm. I would say, even if you're taking a break from your structured program, do, just do something different that's active. So mm-hmm. go on walks, go try yoga for a week, or go hiking, or, or play sports. Do something else, but don't just like, be a couch potato for two weeks for just no reason, just yeah. because, you know? Yeah, I think realizing that the adverse effects that going from being active for, or say even just minimally four days a week to being a couch potato, like, you will feel that, you will notice yeah. that, and there will be no benefits from doing it. Yeah, th- yeah, again, there's no immediate benefits for it, but if you can get back on track pretty easily, then I don't think, but again, it, it depends on the frequency of these breaks. I would say even for a deload week, you're probably, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, maybe once every eight to 12 weeks. Yep. So like, it's not even that frequent. It's not like you're going two weeks of workouts, one week of deload. It's like, you know, every eight to 12 weeks, you'd start yeah. to do a deload week. And I've done this for, with clients for a while now where I don't even tell them we're doing a deload week. Cause for a lot of people that just throws them off. They're like, no, 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 I can, I can push through. I can keep so going. Yeah, I keep going. Yeah. So I just program it in and don't even like necessarily tell them and we're just kind of back off on stuff for a week, do a little extra mobility, and they don't even notice it that they took a deload week, and the next week they come in, they're like, oh, I feel great this week, and they don't even know why. Yeah, and, I, and actually the person that asked this question, um, like she normally like is involved in a program where she's working out, again, like full body, like five, six times a week, so I, I would say if you're doing something that's like that and it's that intense, I would definitely say like every like eight weeks, um, just to take, not and again, not completely do nothing for a week, but just to maybe do more just maybe active mobility, like yoga, move and just still. Or or if let's say you're doing, you say you're someone, maybe you go to like uh, a gym where you're not just you're not going to like a gold gym where you're going to do your own thing. Maybe you're going to like a CrossFit gym or yeah. or like a studio, like a boutique, boutique type. Boutique type fitness place. And so you're not in control of the programming. What you can do is if you're someone who works out five six days a week and you're just doing the programming that's laid out for you. Um, most of those places aren't gonna, you know, some places might. Um, I think the CrossFit gyms are more, actually more likely to do this because they kind of, from what my experience, CrossFit trainers that I've interacted with, they kind of, they almost like, they kind of program out their whole year for their, their yeah. people. So they know, okay, in, you know, they kind of program in little weeks, maybe people don't notice it. But again, if you're at a place where that doesn't do that, what you can do is, instead of going six days every eight weeks, yeah. go only two days and lift less weight than normal, just get a sweat, yep. leave. Don't worry about when your friend's like, oh my God, you're not coming tomorrow? Like, the, the, don't, yeah. don't worry about that. <laughs> or the trainer's like, why only two days this week? Like, don't get all yeah, weirded yeah, out yeah. about yep. that. And then just get right back to normal the next week. So uh, there's a lot of different ways to go about that. It obviously depends. But long-term, if you're super consistent, a break from your structure can, can be a very good thing for your long-term progress. Mm-hmm. Not only physically, but mentally as well. They give you a break, lets you de-stress a little bit and just 
relaxing. Give you a chance. Enjoy to, your progress. Give you a chance to <laughs> give you a chance to miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's hundred percent true, man. So, all right. Well, that wraps it up for our questions for today, guys. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, please let us know. Give us a like. Give us a share. Give us a five star rating. Share it with a friend or family member, and we appreciate you guys every single day. And make sure you make sure you tag us when you share it. Yeah, what he said. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys soon.